With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. another Tuesday morning. How are you today? Um, just want to uh, do some housekeeping um, uh, things. Uh, Black Urban America, sponsored by Queen Mother for Real Media. And um, Queen Mother for Real Media also sponsors Superior Power in Black America, also uh, Provocative Thought, and also the Queen's Roundtable. Yes, this morning we're going to be discussing, again, economic situation in the black community across these United States. As you know, our economics is someone to be questioned. Um, and we have today Miss Veronica Jackson um, from Mississippi, and she is a, a business consultant. Good morning, Ms. Jackson. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, how are you doing this uh, morning, this nice, brisk uh, Tuesday morning? I am doing great. Oh, that's good. Uh, I'd just like to say uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to the country of Brussels. Oh, that's, Brussels is not a country. That's a city, right? right. Uh, uh, Brussels. Uh, they just had a bombing uh, last night, and um, not today, but uh, one of these shows, I am going to address terrorism and how does it affect our community, or does it affect our community? Should we be concerned with terrorism? But today, we're going to discuss economics. Uh, as you know, uh, several shows have been dedicated to economic situations in our communities across the United not only across the United States, but across the world, in Europe, in Africa, Asia. Um, you know, our economic situation is somewhat critical, and it has to be addressed. And I think that's one of the uh, solutions 
in developing our communities across the world. Ms. Jackson. Yes. Yes. Um, can you tell the people what you do? Sure. I'm um I'm Veronica Jackson from Kruger, Mississippi, currently residing in Hattiesburg. I'm a full time entrepreneur of Fancy Cosa, which is a handmade jewelry company, and Business Perfected, which is the business coaching um services. Um, pretty much I've been um into um business about seven years. Um, I help individuals start a business or revamp an existing business. In addition, I help educate them on small business tax breaks, um, business organization funding, social media, marketing, networking, legal structure, and all that good stuff. Have Have our communities been receptive to your services? Well, um... Yes, you know, um, usually our community is very afraid to start um, a business. Why um, is that, Ms. Jackson? Why our communities are afraid of entrepreneurship? Well, I think uh, it's obvious that we don't support each other enough um, or as much as some other cultures and um, races do. So I think they're afraid to, you know, step out and put their all into it. Um, However, but we've been entrepreneurs since the beginning of time. I mean, it's like innate to us. So it can be done. Um, I mean, it has been done. um, Let me ask you something. Uh, Do you think that African-Americans, communities, are benefit are benefiting from our economic system in America? No, not at all. Which means why, is why we have well. Oh, I um, sound like we I, I sound like one. Why is that? <laughs> we don't. Um, we don't know all the. We don't know all the things that resources that is available to us. Um, most of the time in our communities, when one of us know, we're going to try to keep it to ourselves. So we don't spread the word and, you know, spread the knowledge and enlighten everybody else in our community. So, I mean, it's like crabs in the book. It goes back to that theory. You know, we don't help each other, so. Why, why do you think we don't help each other? I mean, because of the situation that's going on uh, uh, in our communities, I mean, other other cultures are benny from benny from our um from our consumers consumership right right and, because um, we don't put it back into our community we don't have um, grocery stores laundromats convenience stores of that nature usually that's other races so instead of us recycling our black dollars we're you know our black dollars are losing value because they're not going back into our community. Um, why do you think our attitude towards black businesses, the lack of support, the being afraid, uh, even though I'm on social media all the time, and all I see support black businesses, support black businesses, 
be an entrepreneur. There are, matter of fact, there's a conference in Atlanta uh, in another two weeks uh, uh, about uh, uh, promoting promoting uh, entrepreneurship. Why is that avenue so so foreign to us? Honestly, I have no idea. I think it just goes back to pretty much, I wouldn't say brainwash, but letting other people get in our thoughts. Like if you can control a person if they can't think for themselves. So, you know, if they don't have the mindset to even say, oh, well, you know, uh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it's not, you know, really this generation fault. It goes back to long. We teach our children to go to school, make good grades, so you can get a good job. Well, whatever happened to, you know, create the jobs, you know, start a business and you create the jobs. What are some of the reasons you earlier you said, you know, we're not aware of some of the resources that are available uh, to entrepreneurs or people who are interested in in uh, starting a business, uh, what are some of the resources that are available? Well, you have plenty of funding options. Um, in um, if you can, you can do uh, regardless of your personal credit, but uh, you can um, get your business credit started and um that's something people are really big on these days um business credit so you just have to find the right avenues and surprisingly some of this stuff isn't you know it's very cost efficient like some of this stuff like um just starting your tax id number and all that i've heard plenty of people say well how much is it i mean you can do that for free you know get your register your business and get your tax id number it's just stuff that we're not willing to share. So a lot of people don't know. They say, oh, I have to have this so much amount of money to start a business. Well, yes, it takes money to make money, but there are resources. And even if you put, you know, aside $100 a month in time, you know, you you just take out little by little and you can invest it into a business. So, I mean, you don't have to go in with $5,000 or $10,000 to start a beat. You know, uh, I was also thinking, Ms. Jackson, partnerships. Uh, okay, for example, about 10 years ago, there was these three brothers from Newark. No, they were raised in Newark, New Jersey. And they went off to, all three of them went off to different Ivy League schools. And they they got their their medical degrees, right? And okay. they came back to the community and started a free clinic for the residents in Newark. Now, is that a majority or a minority within our culture? As far as coming back to our community? No, far as partnering with each other to start a business. Or oh, to, that is to most definitely a minority um, in our community. Um, that doesn't happen a lot, but of course, when it does, nothing but greatness come from it. 
A lot of well, times come, we're always competing with one another. Well, how come it's easier? All right, I'm going to bring out two different cultures that is very prominent for this, of partnering with each other. How come it's so easy for the Chinese culture? I know several cultures within China. I'm just being general now. The Chinese right. culture and the Hasidic Jews culture, the partner with each other, but when it comes to African-Americans with this long, rich history of 10, 15, 20,000 years of rich history, you know, how come we cannot partner like these other cultures? It's all in the mindset. I mean, we were, I mean, we were pretty much taught that we are the enemy, so... When you're looking at, you know, another being, you're, oh, well, let me hold mine or let me do mine like this way so they won't take over. It's all a competition thing. That's all that is. But how can we change that mindset? What what do we specifically have to do to change this? Well, let me ask you this, Jack. Do you feel that, 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 that being in business for ourselves, or develop our develop our communities. Of course, I mean you have. How so? I know I know about the dollar stick being recycled in our community. Right. But what else? Will but it even do? more so of that, taking the other twenty down, twenty years down the line, when we establish a business, we're creating a future for our children and our grandchildren. I mean, they may not necessarily want to um, do that same business that we have, but if we mm-hmm. leave it for them, they have the option of selling it or continuing it. I mean, selling it and can start another business, whichever of their, you know, choice. But, you know, if we don't give them that option, all they can do is work and go to school and work for some, you know, work for someone else. So, And what do you think? What do you think, what happened to us when we work for others? Like, for example, we get a business degree and all of a sudden we're on Wall Street. We get a business degree, also we're working for Comcast. We get a uh, 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 a, a, uh, a teaching degree, we're working for the school system instead of trying to build our own schools or partnering right. with businesses to build our own schools. I mean, you know, what are, what are some of these? Because, like, when you're working for someone else, you don't have freedom. Your time isn't, like, your time is valuable. Like, you don't have all the time in the world to look at different resources and do this. All you have to do is once you get off of that job, you're tired. You're ready to go home, go to sleep, eat, and, you know, tend to the hey, you do what you and take your little babies, right, Miss Jackson? After right. work. So, you know, we don't have much time, but, like, if you are – I quit my job recently in June. When I was at my job, I didn't have time to do – I mean, I still get the business culture and the jewelry. But mm-hmm. once I quit my job, I realized how much more time I had. I realized how much I was taking away from myself and my own business. You know. So do um, you think so. that? Um, yeah. Uh, and also, I see that 
when when it, it also in my observation assessment is that is that uh when we work for others we tend to disconnect with our communities and start looking other way uh, uh, other places to live and when that person right. leaves our community they take resources skills knowledge and the most important important thing be modeling for the young the the the, the young people that, that are in school that are coming up and they can't see that somebody from the community is doing something positive and 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 going to work every uh, starting their own business uh, help uh, working with each other developing other other institutions that would be a benefit from our communities. Right. That I see that's some of the impact. Can you expand on that? Right. Um, I agree. Um, I was actually uh, reading the miseducation of the Negro not too long ago. Dr. Carter D. Wilson. Right. It touched on issues like that. You know, um, it went on to um, give an example of an African-American family, the mother being a washerwoman, and the daughter going off to college, instead of her, you know, coming back and saying, hey, you know, let's open up a laundromat, she frowns upon it. You know, she frowns upon the uh, ideal of even her mom being a washerwoman, and she goes on to do something else. So instead of us, you know, pretty much improvising and, you know, piggybacking off of, you know, what we have and making it even bigger, you know, we kind of frown upon, oh, I don't want to do that, or, um, even um, the ideal in the book when he said uh, how we look and frown upon the educated Negro finds upon the ideal of the, um, I think he said banana cart, but even more so today, uh, hot dog carts and things of that nature we frown upon when we don't see it as, well, at least they had the mindset to start their own business or, you know, or they're trying. I know this Hispanic gentleman that had a hot dog. He was a hot dog vendor. He started out with a little cart. Then he had a truck. And he used to park in the black community. And he was of a Latino descent. Parked right. in the black community. And he did this for like 20 years. You know, from being a hot dog vendor, he, he, he sent his kids to college. He bought a house. You know, but he right, took all that money. Right, because we spent our black dollars there. And he took his, took out money, went to the Latin community, and helped do whatever they needed to do. Right. You know, I understand that even being a, a – and also, I guess you got to look at it. You got to look at the skill we have. And I think that one time we used to look at our skills and say, how can the community benefit from my – Skills. How can I offer my skills to the black community? Oh, you think the black communities are receptive to people like that today? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Do you think black people are receptive to people that want to bring their skills and help the black community? You think our people are receptive today, or they stand office and say, "Oh, you know, I don't like to." He he sounds like a white person, or 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 I can't identify with him. I mean, yes, we, we get today, that a lot in our community. 
unfortunately, like, but we do. So how can we, how, how can regular community folks, I'm not talking about the folks in academia, even though they need to be addressed too. I'm not talking about the people that are trying to stop it. I'm talking about the regular everyday guy that well, uh, uh, that that might be threatened by this. How can we change the regular everyday person mindset of building trust, of building trust towards these folks that want to come back into communities and start businesses, start schools, or or or, or advocate or galvanize community uh, uh, to address an issue. I mean, the only thing well, we can address, the only thing we come together on is police shootings. I mean, we got big. I exactly. think we got bigger fish to fry. I think we got bigger fish to fry. We have bigger issues in our own community, right? Yeah. I agree. Um, but I think that goes back to something very personal. Like, uh, we can't really change their mindsets. Like, it, it just has to, you know, they just pretty much have to wake up and open their eyes up. Um, and the the more we support each other, the more we can, you know, um, grow as a community. Do you think our eyes... Uh, I mean, one thing is, you know, one thing is afraid. Uh, uh, another thing is trust. But you think that in 2016 and beyond, after all this subliminal ma- messages on, on the media, after all of the mistrust in, uh, over the hundreds of years, you think our eyes as a nation, as a black nation, I, I don't want to be surprised. Specifically clear, as a black nation in America, do you think our eyes could be open or we just need to, like, okay, whatever it is, let it go. If they if they open their eyes, that's on, it's on them. If they don't, too bad, we leave it behind. You know, uh, um, you think our eyes could be open? You think yes. that is really? <laughs> yes. Okay, I why do mean... you feel that way? I mean, each one, each one. I mean, they're every all of our people aren't closed minded. Um, I mean, it's some very open minded and supportive people. Like, so we just have to. I wouldn't say find those people, but you you surround yourself around the people you want to be like. I mean, and with social media being having the type of influence that it does, it's plenty of groups that support. You know, pro black and. You know, it's it's plenty of resources out there, but you just have to have the mindset to want to know, want to learn your history and everything else. Like, so it, it's out there. You just have to have the mindset of doing. Uh, I was in a meeting a couple of weeks ago, and this gentleman from Baltimore told me, you know, yes, it sound good and sound positive. But all we do is talk about it and plan, talk about and plan, but there is no implementation. How do you feel about that concept? Well, I mean, in some areas that is true, but you actually have people that are putting back into the community that are doing positive things, that are supporting other black 
business owners. So you have them. It's just not the majority. It's usually the minority, but it's there. Um, so hey. I would love to see another black Wall Street. You think a, another black uh, Wall Street will happen in today's society? I'm sure it will. Okay. Uh, so tell me this. Um, what do you think will happen if our communities don't start valuing our dollar? Well, let me first, it's a two-part question. Answer that first part first. What do you think will happen to our communities if we don't start valuing our dollar? Well, the um, unemployment rate will continue to go up. Um, of course, I mean, because when we bring jobs to the community, we're we're bringing in employment. So if we don't do that, then, you know, we can't expect others to have our community develop because they're not going to do it. You know, it's our job to put back into our community, into our schools, into our churches, and everything. So how do you think that um, what will continue to happen or what will happen if we don't start uh, having our own businesses? What do you think will happen? What do you think will happen or will not happen? Well, just like stated earlier, I said the other races will continue to dominate ownership in our community uh, as far as, you know, the grocery stores, convenience stores, laundromat, which are the small things. Um, our children will be lost because they will forever think that they're supposed to work this 40-plus-hour job and do this and, you know, not reap the benefit directly. I mean, don't get me wrong, being an entrepreneur is, um, very, you know, it's not easy at all. But no, it's not. <laughs> you know, it's something that's yours. I mean, your company can pack up and move to Mexico the next day. But if it's or, yours, or, or or just close down, right? Exactly. So I mean, you have you have something that's there and that could be there long term if you choose to be. You know, it's just, you know, you have to put the work in. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, what would you say to a person that's working his 40-plus hours gig? Oh, for everybody who know what gig is, that means job. Work his 40-hour job, and and he's considering, you know, I really want to start a business in my community. But that person is afraid. He doesn't know how long, you know, the revenue will be generated. He doesn't know how long uh, the business is going to take off. And meanwhile, you know, he's thinking about, you know, I got kids in school, I got to feed them. Well, I mean, what would you say to that person? Right. I mean, and that person is right. They don't know. So what you do is, I mean, I wouldn't. I would not encourage anybody to say, hey, just quit your job and start your business today. No, it doesn't work like that. Um, you know, you but did you just say, job. but did you just say, but did you just say, but did you just say that, 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 uh, uh, 
that that working for others will not enhance our communities. Uh, then you just say that, that 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 we have to be involved in our own economics. Right, I agree. However, you putting uh, don't you say that starting your business take a long time, and that if you work a forty hours plus week job, and just that you may not have the time, and most and most and, uh, most important may not have the physical energy, or the right. mental energy. Because it takes a lot of psychological, emotional, more so than physical, than to start a business, energy to start a business. I mean, like, okay, yes, it might be some hardship in the first few months, but uh, but we may, you know, you may at some point. When are you going to put forth that idea? Because you're not going to have the energy to do both. Ms. Jackson? Well, um, I worked my job in both business for a very long time. However, you make excuses to do what you don't want to do, and you make sacrifices to do what you want to do. It was plenty of nights. I got four hours of sleep, three hours of sleep. But it's because I chose that, you know, my business, like if I'm working 40 hours at Lowe's, then I want my business to profit just as much. You know, I'm going in here doing this, and I'm coming home. I'm too tired to even make a piece of jewelry. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense at all. But back to uh, what I was saying, I wouldn't encourage you to just say, well, I'm going to quit my job with well, you have to have you have to have some type of income like to support your family still. So, if you take out a certain amount out of your forty-hour job check to put aside for your business, whatever. Hmm. I mean, as your business grows, you can. I mean, but you have to have the time to put into your business, and that so, goes back into savings. So, if you have money set aside to where you can quit your job when you want to start a business, then that's good. But I would recommend you just quitting after blue and you can't support your family. That this economic system that is set up for us is not really, uh, 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 again, benefiting for us because we cannot even take time. Uh, I just want to remind I just want to say, ask, not ask, but say this, that starting a business is not a part-time job. It's not a part-time. Uh, right, it's full-time. <laughs> More than full-time. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a lifestyle. It's not a right. It becomes a part of your lifestyle. So, yeah, right. it goes on way past 40 hours because since I quit my job, this is the hardest I've ever worked. But I love it. It's on my own time. So, hey. I agree. I agree with you so wholeheartedly that that starting and I want I want to be perfectly perfectly clear to anybody that's gonna download this show. Matter of fact, more than a thousand people download this show. You know, I just want to make it perfectly clear that that if you don't have the confidence in one in yourself, 
don't even step out into that arena. I agree. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so what we need to do, and what we need to do is, I guess, before anyone really, and, and that's where, you, I guess that's where you come in. I guess that's where you come in, because uh, uh, you consult people in, 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 uh, in weather. Coaching. Huh? Coaching. It's kind of different. Uh, well, what's, okay. What's the difference? Well, uh, consulting is pretty much, you know, they give advice and talk and discuss. Well, I'm a coach, so I pretty much train them. Even without me, like after their sessions with me, they still have the power to do it on their own. Like they won't be boxed without me. So it's pretty much like go back to sports. A coach, they pretty much manage and train, you know, someone and help them learn or improve their skill that they have. So there's kind of what I do with the business. You know, I help them learn more um, about start a business, um, go in. So that's even, you know, um, educating them, um, you know, how to get their business taxes, tax breaks, because that's something that a lot of African-American business owners don't know about. You know, it's, I mean, it's set up to benefit the small business, like the taxes, tax breaks. So um, as far as business organization, just go in, help. Um, but it's something that we have to be willing to have an open mind about. Um, yes, it requires a lot of work. Uh, not even just saying paperwork, because there are tons of apps out there that can pretty much do all this stuff for us, and we can just pretty much click a simple button um, as far as keeping up with our mileage, uh, all of our business expenses, whatever the case may be. Um, you just have to have those sources. So I'm the type of person or coach, if I can't get back to you, if you have something that you need and I can't get it to you or I don't know, then I will, you know, go to another source or whatever. So in I do have a lot of people that um, say, well, can you help me start a website? Well, yes, I did mine, but I can't go through everything. So I have someone that I can refer you to. So. If a person is need a coach, a business coach, how would they contact you, Ms. Jackson? You can email me at businessperfected at yahoo.com, which is D-U-S-I-N-T-E-R-F-E-T-E-D at yahoo.com. Or you can give me a call at 662-897-1603. And that's 662-897-1603. So, uh, how are you doing with this uh, entrepreneur adventure or coaching others in starting your business, starting their businesses? It's going pretty well. I've been doing it um, almost two years now. So, um, but I use my jewelry business to kind of, you know, piggyback off of it. So as far as, you know, sticking cards in my um, jewelry company in their uh, nails, in their uh, orders, Um and with that business, I have customers in 34 states, and I started the business in October 2012. So, like, I have, like, a foundation. 
We you said you have businesses in 32 states? 34 states. 34? Wow, that's yes. good. Yes, yeah, so, and, and that's just, that just, for me, you know, taking advantage of advertising, networking, like, I'm forever networking. I'm really big on networking everywhere I go. I travel a lot with the jury in business coaching. So, you know, if I'm in the airport, you can guarantee that I go to the restroom and I leave 10 business cards. That's just me. If I'm in um, the long ago, I was in San Antonio, and my flight um, was delayed due to the weather. So um, I ended up having to get a hotel in um, in Dallas. And um, on my ride back from the shuttle hotel shuttle service, of course, I found time to tell the driver about. You know, he was like, "Hey, what do you? You know, that's the perfect opportunity." He asked, you know, hey, would you like to leave business cards? Sure. I left some, but I had already put some at the back on the floor because mm-hmm. it's just in nature. Like, Ms. Jackson? Yes. Yes. What you were saying, I did catch that last part. I said it's just in my nature to network and promote. So, I mean, I'm very passionate about being an entrepreneur. So everything about it just hypes me up. And if you don't have that mindset, if you can't get energized just from, you know, wanting to own a business, and then maybe it's not for you because you have to have energy and you have to, you know, be willing to do something different and step out. It's all about risk, but everything is. And uh, let um. I will, also, I want to ask you is like um, networking. How important is net? First of all, explain what networking is. Well, and how important is it? Networking is pretty much going out, putting yourself out there, introducing yourself to other people, um, other avenues, just not being afraid to say, hey, I'm Veronica and I do this and nice to meet you. Like, you have to. Know how to hold a conversation with someone, um, and it doesn't have to be on a broad uh, agenda. But you can be in the grocery store. We love Walmart. Everyone knows how long the lines are. Well, you take the time to talk to the person behind you or in front of you. The conversation could start as, "Hey, is it cold enough for you? Is it hot enough?" You know, it doesn't have to be anything staged, but just a natural conversation. But you go ahead and network. Yeah. And speaking of Walmart, and speaking uh-huh. of Walmart, you know, I was in Walmart last week, and I saw all these black folks at Walmart. I said, the first thing that came out came my mind. I said, I wonder how much money daily do we spend with Walmart? And I said, Wow, too bad there cannot be a black mark. Right. Right. And now we have and, a lot of, it's a lot of, you know, places that, um, what we can just buy from black. Um, I know we buy black.com is one of the ones, but it's, it's ton, like it's ton now, more today than it, it was, you know, of course, five years ago, which, you know, is a good, great thing. So, I mean, there are ways 
um, there are avenues. You just have to search for them because it's not going to be on a billboard in front of you saying, hey, we have a, we have a website that has, you know, over 300 business owners, African-American business owners that you can buy from. You're never going to see that billboard. Like, it, it, it's just What website is that? Well, Black Small Business? Black, well, it's several. Um, I know we buy blackest one just from off the top of my head um, because I do uh, stuff with them. But um, you have tons of uh, outlets on Instagram. We buy black. You know, um, it's just several things. You just have to, you know, say, okay, I'm going to look. If you look, trust me, you will find it. Okay, can you tell the uh, listeners and the people that's going to download your information one more time. Mhm. You can reach me at the phone number of 662-897-1603. That's 662-897-1603. You can reach me by email at businessperfected at yahoo.com. That's B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S-P-E-R-F-E-C-T-E-D at yahoo.com, or you can follow us on Instagram at businessperfected, um, B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S-P-E-R-F-E-C-T-E-D. Uh, do you have any closing statements for our, for our people? Well, um, I just say um, support each other, buy black, um, you know, recycle your dollars, and pay Start a business if you must. Well, Ms. Jackson, I enjoy our conversation. It wasn't that bad, wasn't it? It wasn't, but we did not um, get back on um, the importance of networking. Um, this is a, a last thing. Uh, it's very short. Um, it, I hate to say it, but it's pretty much all about who you know. We see that a lot of times. Like You have to network. Like, networking will take you very far. Well, Miss Jackson, that means I have to invite you back on the show in another month or two, huh? So we can okay. cover that um, issue, huh? Okay. Yes, I, I thank you so much, Miss Jackson, for coming on You're our show. And I will be in contact with you, Miss Jackson. Okay. Okay? You. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. All right. And there you have it. Another week. In Black Urban America, the point of starting a business and how that would develop our economic, that would have an impact on our economic development situation. So, therefore, I am because we are, we are because I am.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.